I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey guys, it's Michelle here. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. I want to talk about some things that you might be doing as you start your day, I called it five morning mistakes that have a huge impact on your nervous system. And thus, if you're experiencing burnout, these are probably five things that are making your burnout worse or exacerbating it. So we all know, especially for us moms, <laughs> morning routines are a whole thing, right? Some of us are just trying to survive and get out the door. I should say all of us at some times. Um, but here's the thing. There are simple things that we can do to optimize our mornings, right? They don't require us to wake up at some obscene hour. They don't require us to have this lengthy, like unreasonable routine, but simple things that we can tweak to help us optimize how we feel and what we're doing in the mornings uh, for the wellness and the health of our nervous system. Now, we've talked about this before on the podcast, cortisol. 
cortisol is our main stress hormone. And when it floods our body, we feel so many different symptoms. So when we have a flood of cortisol, we can feel, uh, we can experience weight gain. We can experience brain fog. We can experience gut issues. We can experience, um, that feeling of being wired and tired. That's a good, that's a fun one. Um, maybe you're waking up at 3 a.m. every single night. That's a red flag that you have high cortisol levels. Uh, muscle tension, unexplained aches and pains, sore joints, that eye twitch that we can get when we're super stressed out, right? Hormonal issues, all of those can be sourced in high cortisol. And we know that burnout doesn't happen in a weekend, right? And it also won't resolve in a weekend. Burnout wasn't caused by just one simple thing that we can just slap a bandaid on or quick fix on and find healing. But there are habits and there are routines that we can do or things we can stop doing, right? We'll talk about some of those today to really just optimize the wellness of our nervous system and our burnout recovery. If you haven't yet, go take a listen to my new private podcast. It's called Heal Your Burnout. And in that private podcast, there's five really short, actionable episodes. And inside of there, I teach you exactly step-by-step my six-step framework to recover from burnout. And when you're listening, you're going to hear step two is all about optimizing your recovery. So in that step, what you want to do is take a really in-depth look at how you're living, right? What do your routines look like? What do your habits look like? What are your stressors? How's your nutrition, right? What kind of supplements are you taking to help replenish some of the minerals and vitamins that get depleted when we're burned out? And then how can we optimize all of this for recovery? And before we go on, I do want to take a second just to tell you guys to stay tuned because we have created a brand new way to work with me in a small group setting. I know you guys have told me I've met with so many of you in discovery calls that the investment for one-on-one coaching with me isn't available for everyone. And I totally get that. But if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, if you're curious about working with me, If you're ready to take action to learn how to regulate your nervous system and unlock the stress cycle and heal your burnout, I have a new opportunity for you. And I'm going to tell you all about it next week. So stay tuned because I would love to have you be a part of it. I want to meet you and I want to coach you. All right, back to it. So we all know that mornings are super powerful, right? It's how we set the tone for the day. I actually woke up today feeling pretty crappy, if I'm going to be honest with you guys. Jeff has been out of town for the last few days. He's leading a men's retreat. And Jeff, in our family, Jeff is like the dog person, the point person for the dogs. I don't know if you guys have someone like that in your home. Um, But man, my dogs have been so antsy since he's been gone. And the last two days, or, or maybe I should say the last two nights, they've been like wanting to go out in the middle of the night. And they're like scratching at my bedroom door like three in the morning. So I've gotten up, I let him out, but once I'm up, I'm up, you guys. Like I'm already super annoyed, <laughs> which I know is not helping me fall back asleep. Um, and before I started studying the nervous system, I think I would have spent that morning time doing a bunch of stuff that actually wasn't going to make me feel any better or more rested or more regulated or more energized. And I probably wouldn't have even realized what I was doing, right? That I was sabotaging my own recovery. And I think that's true for a lot of us. 
We're sabotaging our burnout recovery. We're wrecking our nervous system. We're spiking our cortisol. And we're doing this first thing in the morning without even realizing it. So I want to take a minute. I want to go through five different morning mistakes, five things that you might be doing on the regular to start your day. You've probably been doing these for a long time without realizing the impact that they're having on your body and your stress levels and your hormones. So let's go through them. I guess I put them in chronological order um, as I'm looking through it now for when you wake up. So let's start with right when you wake up. Morning mistake number one is you wake up and you scroll on your phone. And don't roll your eyes at me on this one. If your phone is right by your bed and you grab it and you turn, you know, you grab it to turn off your alarm or you grab it to see what time it is when you've woken up. And then you know how it is. Our fingers just like magically automatically click our email or social media without us even realizing it or thinking about it or being intentional about it. And guys, if that's you, and let's be real, it's probably a lot of us. This is your invitation to rethink this part of your morning. Here's the thing about habits, guys. Not all of our habits are intentional. (laughs) Some of them are just by default. So if this is something that you do most mornings, if it's part of your morning routine, whether you realize it or not, I'm not trying to be a bummer, you guys. I'm not like a tech Nazi or whatever. But from a neuroscience perspective, here's what's going on in your body when you jump on your phone first thing in the morning. Back to the cortisol. Your cortisol levels are already high right when you wake up, right? Cortisol is what has woke you up. It's what brought you out of sleep. It's what brought you into a state of alertness. And when you check your phone right when you wake up, your cortisol levels are already high. So you're likely going to be exposed to stress-inducing information on your phone. Again, whether you're aware of it or not, you're going to be checking emails, social media, checking the news, whatever. And doing this first thing, guys, it can inundate our mind with information, with stress, and that's a heavy cognitive load early in the morning. So what happens, right? Uh, Subconsciously, we're starting to feel overwhelmed and that heightened stress level triggers additional cortisol to be released, which spikes your cortisol levels. So bottom line, grabbing your phone first thing in the morning, you guys, it just prevents us from being present. It prevents us from being mindful. So if you want to optimize your burnout recovery, if you want to optimize your neurological fitness, if you want to have better stress management tools and nervous system regulation, just set like a tech-free zone or tech-free times. Yes, your phone keeps you connected. We all know that, but it's also a source of constant stress and distraction. So just being mindful of it and just wait, maybe like charge it somewhere else, wait an hour, first hour of the day when you wake up, you don't check it and then you pick it up after that. And I promise you, you're going to see a difference. Okay. So that's number one. The second morning mistake that's that's really impacting the state of your nervous system is that you're not getting any morning sunlight. No morning sunlight. Exposure to natural light, especially in the morning, it really helps to regulate the production of melatonin, right? We've all heard about melatonin supplements. A lot of us probably take them to help us sleep. We take them before bed. Melatonin is a hormone And it plays a key role in your natural uh, circadian rhythm, right? In your sleep-wake cycles. Now, our body naturally produces melatonin, but a big part of the regulation and production of our melatonin is our exposure to natural light in the morning. 
what happens is that when we are exposed to natural light in the morning, that actually suppresses our melatonin production. So it makes us feel more alert in the morning, which is what we want. Wake in the morning, which is what we want, right? Natural light is a cue for our body to like set our internal clock. It sets our internal clock with what's actually going on in the, in the natural world, right? In our external environment. So when we expose ourselves to morning sunlight, we do feel alert. We do feel more awake. And it's also really important for other, uh, things that function when we're awake, our, our cognitive function, our productivity, our well-being throughout the day. When we get morning sunlight, it reinforces that natural sleep-wake cycle. So we start to have these consistent patterns. It makes it easier to fall asleep at night. It makes it easier for us to wake up in the morning. So you want to get morning sunlight. How do we do that? Just spend some time outside, guys. Go take a morning walk around the block. Even doing like your normal morning routine, like if you're someone who journals or does a devotional or meditates or whatever it is, like start doing that by a window or start having breakfast outside. And for those of you who are like, dude, it's winter right now, like it's ridiculous. Maybe you can consider getting a red light or they have lights for um, seasonal affective disorder. Sitting and doing your morning stuff by that light can be really helpful also. Or just getting outside, like just getting your face to sunlight, even if it's cloudy, you guys, will make such a big difference in regulating your sleep-wake cycles. That's number two. Okay, so number three, the third morning mistake that I see a lot is that we're drinking coffee on an empty stomach. Guys, if you want to optimize your burnout recovery, I'm not a psycho. I'm not taking away your coffee. That would be, that would be cruel. But what I am going to do is I'm just going to invite you to be more strategic about your morning coffee so that it doesn't cause more problems than it solves. And we're back to cortisol here, right? Our stress hormone. We talked about it. Your cortisol naturally peaks in the morning to help you wake up. So think about it. Your, your cortisol is at its highest level. It's peaking. And what are you doing? You're consuming coffee, probably on an empty stomach, which is elevating your cortisol levels further because caffeine stimulates the release of cortisol in your body. So if you're already feeling anxious or overwhelmed or burnt out, that's not a great combo with cortisol spikes because we're drinking caffeine on an empty stomach. And then the other thing about drinking coffee, especially on an empty stomach, is it can have an impact on our blood sugar levels. Caffeine stimulates the release of glucose into our system, so it can lead to a spike in blood sugar. It's also super acidic. Um, so sometimes if we are sensitive to that and we're consuming coffee on an empty stomach, we can have gut issues. Um, so if you're someone who already tends to struggle with gut, gut issues, that's something to be mindful of too. Okay, so what do I recommend when it comes to your morning coffee? Just be smart about it. <laughs> Just be smart about it. This is how you can do that. Obviously limit how much caffeine you're consuming, right? But then do your best not to drink it on an empty stomach. So if you can chug some water when you wake up and then maybe have something to eat while you're having your morning coffee, right? Pair it with, I don't know, some protein or a balanced breakfast to help offset some of those potential blood sugar fluctuations, or even just waiting a little bit for that cortisol to come back down, waiting 30, 45 minutes after you wake up to have your coffee then can make a really big difference in your anxiety, in your stress levels, in your cortisol levels. Okay. 
So that's number three. And then number four, the fourth morning mistake that I see a lot of people making are um, doing high intensity workouts, either HIIT workouts or the opposite, no movement at all, right? But let's talk about HIIT workouts for a moment. HIIT workouts as designed, right? They're designed to be a stress on your body. And what does stress do? Your body perceives stress, right? It doesn't, it doesn't differentiate or distinguish stress from exercise or stress from my workspace or stress from a flash flood or my house being on fire. Like stress is stress. And when our body experiences stress, it triggers the release of, you guessed it, cortisol, which helps mobilize energy reserves for fight or flight. That supports our body's adaptation to the demands of high intensity workouts. Now, this physiological response happens more with a HIIT workout than other, I don't know, less intense forms of exercise, especially if you're overtraining without enough rest, without enough time to for rest, right? Rest and recovery. Is there a place for HIIT workouts? Yes, sure. And how much exercise induced cortisol is released is going to vary person to person. Some of us can tolerate it well and it doesn't have much of an impact on our cortisol and our stress levels. Others of us are more sensitive to it. So what you want to do is just check in with your body, you guys. Take into consideration how you're feeling, what you're feeling. If you're feeling super energized and super strong and it's not coming from like a frantic, anxious place, but it's coming from a present, a a place of presence, go for it. But if you're feeling anxious and if you have this frenetic energy and you're feeling just burnt out or exhausted, do not push yourself into something that's going to increase your stress hormones, increase your baseline stress levels, right? You don't have to prove anything. So what do I recommend? Just balance your exercise intensity. It doesn't always have to be high. You can do resistance training. Maybe it's a mobility day or maybe you're stretching or just an active rest day. You're going to go for a walk outside. You don't win an award, right? For the day's hardest workout every freaking day. And if you're going to do a HIIT workout, awesome, great. Just make sure that you're building in enough time for your body to recover so that you're not overtraining. And now the last one, mistake, morning mistake number five. And I see so many women making this mistake. You're skipping breakfast. (laughs) Like what is it with us moms feeding everyone else in the house And then saying like, we don't have enough time to eat in the morning or we're not hungry in the morning. Guys, let me tell you something. Not being hungry in the morning, having no appetite in the morning, that is a sign, that is a red flag of nervous system dysregulation. When we're in fight or flight, our digestive system is suppressed, right? Think about it. You're in fight or flight. What is your body's priority? Safety. Mobilizing you for safety. You don't have time or energy, talking from a nervous system perspective, for digestion to occur when you have a lion chasing you, right? Or whatever the threat is. And then if we're in a burnout state or a state of dissociation or disconnection from our body, again, also a sign of nervous system dysregulation, over time, what happens is that our body's cues of hunger or our body's, uh, all the cues from our body, right, can become muted or disrupted. And we don't even notice that we're hungry or that we're thirsty or that we have to go to the bathroom. Chronic stress affects the balance of these neurotransmitters that regulate our body's cues and our appetite. And I can't tell you guys how often I have 
one-on-one clients come in for their coaching session who are super disconnected from their body. And I'll ask them like, Hey, when, when's the last time you, you had something to drink? When's the last time you had some water? And they're, it's, they're like sitting at their desk and they're like, Oh my gosh, you're right. Like I have my water bottle right here and it's, you know, 1 PM and it's still full because they've been ignoring their body's cues for, for hydration because they're thirsty, right? I'll ask them, when's the last time you eat? Like, do you need to go to the bathroom and pee? And you'll be surprised how often I'm literally reminding women to go to the bathroom and eat and drink some water because they're so out of touch with their body's cues. So when we skip breakfast, let's talk about it. Our body, when we skip breakfast, we're signaling fast to our body, right? Our body has a response to that stress, which includes cortisol release. So here's the other thing about skipping breakfast. When we eat in the morning, you guys, we're replenishing our glucose stores, right? We've been sleeping all night. We haven't eaten for 10 hours or whatever it is. And when we skip breakfast, we're not replenishing those glucose stores. And that can lead to lower blood sugar levels, which can trigger the the release of stress hormones, including cortisol and adrenaline. And it raises our blood sugar levels. That is all part of a stress response. So if you're skipping breakfast on the regular, right, that can contribute to this just habitual response to stress in your body because your body perceives um, the stress of fasting. So have some breakfast, have a balanced breakfast, right? Carbs, protein, healthy fats, and do it regularly so that you have these patterns of eating. Your body understands consistent meal times, and that supports regulated blood sugar and your cortisol rhythms. And I'm not talking about like, you don't have to open up the waffle house in your kitchen, right? I get it. I don't have time for that every morning either. However, on the weekends, I'll like just boil a dozen eggs, right? And I'll just peel them right there on Saturday and throw those in the fridge so that when it comes to Wednesday morning and there's a lot going on, it takes me two seconds. I grab two eggs are already made and peeled, throw some toast in the toaster, um, cut up an avocado and maybe a handful of berries. And I've got this awesome quick breakfast that's really supporting my blood sugar levels. It's supporting my, the regulation of my nervous system and it's setting me up to feel really good for the rest of the day. All right, you guys, I just gave you five <laughs> morning mistakes, five things that you might be doing in your morning routine that are probably putting stress on your body and dysregulating your nervous system and making your burnout worse. And maybe all of these landed for you and you're like, oh snap, I see some opportunity to grow and change here. Or maybe just a couple of them resonated. Either way, do not let this overwhelm you. Choose one, maybe two things that you can just just tweak this week. Maybe you're just going to fill your fridge with easy breakfast options, right? To have something to eat in the morning. Maybe you're going to charge your phone in the bathroom or like outside of your bedroom. Maybe instead of your morning, you know, scrolling right when your eyes open, you're going to lay there and set an intention for the day and then wake up and, I don't know, do some journaling or devotional or a morning meditation by the window. Just being intentional. Because here's the thing, whatever you start doing is going to be better than what you've been doing. And that, my friends, is a win. All right. So in today's episode, we focused on parts, some parts of step two of my burnout recovery framework. And these are some of the shifts that you can make to help optimize your recovery. Again, check out the Heal Your Burnout private podcast. You're going to get 
all six steps, so the other five, and then stay tuned for this new coaching opportunity I've got coming your way to work with me soon. All right. Thanks so much for being with us today, guys. I love you. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you.